Welcome to Park City Church. You're listening to our weekly message, where we hope you'll be inspired and encouraged to know and follow Jesus and welcome and serve others. Thank you for tuning in. Our scripture today is Luke 19, 41 through 44. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it, saying, Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For the days will come upon you when your enemies will set up a barricade around you and surround you and hem you in on every side and tear you down to the ground, you and your children within you, and they will not leave one stone upon another in you because you did not know the time of your visitation. We've been uh, reflecting on psalms, uh, some songs from scripture, the Old Testament, and picking them up as prayers, uh, really as songs for this season of uh, our life as a church where we sort of make our turn towards Easter and we remember our need and our dependence uh, on Christ, on our need for his saving, his rescuing all of us uh, in our lives. And this morning continues that theme, though we've, we've stepped back into Luke's gospel where we started at the beginning of the year. We've actually moved to the end of Luke's gospel and next week as well, we'll, we'll stay at the end of the story and then after Easter, we're gonna sort of back up and then pick the story of Jesus up again as, as he uh, moves towards the events we will celebrate uh, this week. But there's a, there's a sense in which um, Palm Sunday sort of picks up songs for this season as well. As the crowds are welcoming Jesus, the disciples laying down cloaks and waving the palm branches, picking up the songs uh, for this particular moment of welcome and reception as they uh, welcome Jesus uh, as king. I, I want to make some observations about the passage that I've made before, and uh, um, but I, I think still have relevance. And really the, the main observation that I want to make is that I think this is a story uh, that's full of disappointment. That uh, a theme throughout what we've read at the beginning of our service and what Aaron read for us at the, uh, as we wrapped up our, our songs in that moment, um, uh, this is a story of, of, of disappointment, um, or full of disappointment, rather. It's, that's not the primary theme, but it's sort of all over the pages, uh, the words of, of this moment in the story of Jesus. Some of you know that uh, my wife was away all week this week, and she you know, uh, was on a, uh, was away at the beach uh, traveling with her sister. And I'm happy for her, but she left me at home with the children. So uh, just to a point, I'm happy to a point, right? Like, uh, I'm glad, but uh, let's just say we're glad she's back, right? My kids were like, who's going to run the house? And I was deeply offended. I said, what do you mean? Right? Like, uh, and we're all still here, right? You've been fed and clothed. I think we're doing okay. Uh, but but uh, Jess kept sending me pictures uh, from her trip over the course of this week of like of palm trees, right? She's in beautiful locations, lovely beaches, beautiful, beautiful palm trees, majestic, right? And uh, so naturally I returned the favor and sent her pictures of like uh, hailstorms and uh, freeze warnings that we had this week, right? It was, uh, there was a situation like, welcome home, Jess, <laughs> right? Like, I hope you had fun. It's time to get back, right, to reality, the life of weather. Uh, in Kansas, a sense in which I think I carry out of that experience, um, uh, that movement from sort of palm trees to, to the realities of life, uh, a bit of a letdown, right? As she comes back, obviously she was happy to see us, but let's be honest, right? Who wants to trade the palms for uh, whatever the weather, we, however we describe the weather in Kansas, although it was beautiful today and yesterday. But that, that movement, I think, 
uh, happens in our reading this morning, this, this movement of letdown, right? That there's an experience of, uh, maybe you, I don't know, have you, have you ever been let down? Right? If I let you sit long enough with that question, uh, I would imagine it wouldn't take you very long to sort of come to an answer, sometimes a painful one to that question, this feeling of, of being let down. I think that feeling, again, is all over this story, this moment, as Jesus rides into Jerusalem in Luke's gospel, they were welcomed and received with palm branches, celebrated as we'll see. I, I think the first place we see it is the people. The people, are, 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 the people here are waving and cheering. They're let, they're let down by Jesus. It's not like in this moment of the story, but the movement of the story. They go from this moment. We, we oftentimes hear chat around this time of year. You know, it's uh, Hosanna, welcome the king. And then later on, it's the same people. Crucify him, crucify him, right? That this movement, though, I think reflects uh, there's a bit of a letdown here, right? They, they, they're, they're singing, the people have been let down by Jesus, they're singing Hosanna, which, which means save us now, right? Save us now. Not, again, not to put sort of too fine a, a point on it, there is a sense in which the people in this moment, they want an insurrection, right? They want Jesus to uh, sort of run at the front of their crowd as they approach sort of the center of their faith and its influence. Um, they want to put Jesus' name on it, but he, but he won't have any of it in this moment. Jesus uh, welcomes the praise, but sort of the way events will continue to unfold uh, will be terribly disappointing uh, for all of these people here in this moment cheering. They're expecting Jesus to come and overthrow the Roman uh, overlords and, and instead, this story ends with, with him uh, sacrificing like, a, a martyr's death on uh, a cross, right? It, it, it's a sense in which you can feel uh, that they have, they have been let down. It, it, really, this particular story reads a bit like a parody, uh, a sort of mockery of like the way things are supposed to go. I, I was trying to think this morning, can you guys think of any it's kind of one of the famous movie parodies? Anyone want to toss any out? Blazing Saddles, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, little Mel Brooks there, yeah, anyone else? Airplane, right, yeah, uh, anyone else? I, I thought of, uh, I don't want to stop, Austin Powers, kind of a parody to the real James Bond, right, like, this is how the story is supposed to go, but uh, you get this weird sort of parody with Austin Powers, uh, Spaceballs, right, you guys remember that one, yeah? Uh, yeah, Star Wars, this is sort of, you know, this is the line, this is how it's supposed to work, but this sort of mockery of the real story uh, here. Uh, I don't know, Monty Python was another one, the Holy Grail, right? All these sort of Arthurian legends that sort of picked up and made a parody of. I, I, I want to suggest that, that, uh, that that's what's happening here. As Jesus rides into town on a donkey, people celebrating the king is here, the king is here, right? Save us. Um, uh, historians, um, generally agree that uh, around the same time on the other side of town, coming in another gate, was Pilate, representative of uh, the, the Roman sort of strength and power. Himself, a procession riding into Jerusalem at the beginning of this feast, this religious feast of this particular uh, group, the, 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 the Jews in, in Rome at this time, in Jerusalem, uh, that uh, at this time Pilate would ride into town as a show of strength and authority. The real king, right? This is the real story. Whatever you guys are doing over there, I just want to remind you who's really in charge, right? Let's just sort of, you enjoy your parody, right? But this is, this is, uh, this is what power and peace, the Pax Romana, the peace of Rome, this is what real peace looks like, right? And against that backdrop, 
we read this story of Jesus. It comes with its own expectations, Old Testament sort of hints that uh, Jesus would ride into town and, and uh, he, he would come in this way and he would be welcomed. Uh, we would work God's peace in the world. But, but the way it plays sort of on the historical uh, landscape, it plays, it plays more like a parody. And, and you, just, you get the sense in which the people involved certainly are let, they're just let down. This is not going the way we thought it would. But they're not the only ones. They're not the only people in this story that eventually experience some sort of dis disappointment. We see it in our reading this morning in verse 9. Uh, some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. Stop this, right? This, this, you're embarrassing us and yourselves, right? You're going to cause some trouble that we don't want with the people in charge. Uh, stop this, right? That it's not just the people who were let down uh, by Jesus, but the Pharisees are let down by the people and Jesus, right? They want the people to stop, and they're mad at Jesus for, like, letting it happen and continue. And so they speak up, you know, rebuke, please make, just, let's, let's, uh, it's time to, like, put a pause on this experience. In this moment, this sort of drama that's unfolding, um, we find it actually uh, anticipated in the Old Testament, Psalm 118. Psalm 118 says, the stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this. It's marvelous in our eyes. The Lord has done it this very day. Let us rejoice today and be glad. And then this phrase, Lord, save us. Grant us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. That's the language of Palm Sunday, where they go to pick up and celebrate what Jesus is going to do this moment. Save us. Rescue us. Blessed is the one, in this case, the king they're acknowledging who comes in the name of the Lord. But also in this passage, you get all that celebration, but you also get this rejection uh, of, of, of the one in whom this, this work of peace would come. You get a rejection of, of the, the manner in which this peace would come. This is not the way we want it, the one whom the builders re rejected. And here in our story this morning in Luke's gospel, the Pharisees were, make it stop, right? They're let, let down. But it's, it's not just uh, the people with Jesus or the religious folks, leaders, some of them anyway, with Jesus and the people, there's a third sort of feeling of letdown in this passage, and I, I want to suggest to you that it's Jesus's, that the Jesus experience is a kind of, um, a kind of letdown, a disappointment in, in what he encounters. It's what Aaron read for us this morning. When he drew near and saw the city, all right, so he's, he's processed through, he's been welcomed and received, and he comes now uh, approaching the entrance to the city. Would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. Would that you, even you, wouldn't have known what makes for peace. So he's, he's acknowledging this call, this need to be saved, but, but, but also let down, that, uh, aware that they're missing sort of what this is about or how it will unfold. Uh, remember, again, what the crowds were cheering just a verse or two earlier. Peace, right? The king is here. Peace. Uh, in heaven, glory in the highest. And here Jesus saying, oh, would that you knew what made for peace, that thing for which you ache, for which you clamor and shout, would that you knew. Uh, you could go back even further in the story, right, where we started at the first of the year in Luke's gospel, or rather just at the turn of the year as we celebrate the songs in Luke's gospel at the beginning, uh, the announcement that Jesus would be, would, would be coming, would be born. You remember the song the angels sang to the, those who would listen in that moment, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, right? Peace on earth, peace 
glory and peace, again, brought together, somehow coming in the person of Jesus. And, and here in this moment, it's what the people want, right? They're celebrating it, God returning to his city to sort of um, put things uh, right. And Jesus in this moment, mourning, would that you knew what made for that kind of peace. You want what Pilate has on offer on the other side, but Jesus says, I, I'm sorry to disappoint you. But in this moment himself, disappointed at the reception or the lack of understanding. Jesus in this moment, right? On the surface, it's all palm leaves, right? It's all palm leaves and beaches and, right? Like, yes, great, come, come, right? We're so excited. But privately, inwardly, Jesus mourning, if only you knew what made for peace. Outside, it's rah, 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 right? Like, yes, yes, inside, below the surface, it's a disappointment, Maybe that's your experience this morning. Maybe that's a bit of your uh, relationship to faith. I, I, I wonder sometimes, we're, we're going to close here in just a moment with another song. Um, you guys can come on up, yeah. Uh, and then we're going to take communion. Sometimes I wonder if our lives aren't, uh, aren't like the story of Palm Sunday uh, if your life and mine aren't, aren't a, a kind of their own little parody, right? Like, we come here, it's church could be an example. We come, you come Sunday after Sunday, and we're all like, we're all palm leaves, right? We're all, we're all sort of palm leaves, raw, right? We, we, we're all on the surface, very much rah, rah, rah. On the surface, we've got it pretty much together, right? Uh, on the surface, we're sort of holding things. we got all the right filters in place, but underneath, un underneath, there's, there's letdown and, and disappointment, a parody, right, of, of our own. A kind of, to use the language of Jesus, would that you, right, would that you, if only, right, that kind of feeling. I wonder if maybe you bring that feeling into your own experience of faith, right? On the surface, things are great, but inside, you're like, God, would, if only, right, we want to flip the question on him, if, if only, if only, would that uh, you, sounds to me a lot like the prayers of the psalms that we've been considering this this feeling this sort of parody that maybe you carry right that i know i carry uh i think it's that feeling that that makes what jesus says in our reading this morning um particularly intriguing right that feeling that on the surface things are good but underneath it's kind of a mockery of the real thing right things are unraveling in ways you don't want to admit to anyone, all those kinds of feelings. Uh, it's, it makes what Jesus says in, in our reading this morning particularly intriguing. The crowds are cheering, right? They're waving palm branches. Some Pharisees are like trying to shut it down. The real party is happening across town, right? Pilate and, you know, this declaration of sort of violence and strength and power kind of affirming this is how you sort of accomplish peace. Jesus himself weeping, Okay, so Jesus is mourning and weeping that in the middle of all this mess, right, all of this sort of clamor, this is what Jesus says to the Pharisees. I tell you, if these people were quiet, silent, even the rocks would cry out. Right, so, so the crowds are cheering, the misguided crowds are cheering. Jesus is grieving, but even in this moment, he says, I tell you, if, if, if they were quiet in this moment, even, even the rocks would cry out. I used, to, I, I used to read this as a kind of comment on creation, 
And maybe it is, right, that even creation, if we don't, even creation will glorify God. And yes, that is certainly true. But ah, this morning I'm struck, like maybe there's something a little more going on uh, here. I wonder if we hear in this word from Jesus to a crowd shouting, save us, who has no idea what's going on. If we don't hear in this a, a word of grace, right, a, a, a word of uh, gracious sort of uh, acceptance uh, to a people who are just living all kinds of parodies. A, a word of grace to a crowd of people who are caught up and, and, and lost in, in their own sort of stories. Maybe that's you. Jesus says to those people, oh, let them sing. Let them sing. Right? They're singing the right song on the road that they're on. They might not understand everything that's going on, but let them sing. Right? Let them, let them shout. Right, that, that, uh, that, that the fact that they don't understand doesn't change the fact that they still need saving. Let them, let them sing. I, I think it's a beautiful word of grace uh, to a story full of letdowns. Maybe that's your story this morning. Not just that we have been let down, but that we are ourselves letdowns, right? Maybe you feel that disappointment uh, uh, just in yourself. Uh, the, the, to, to a crowd of people sort of caught up in all of that misunderstanding. What does Jesus say? Let them shout. Let them, let them shout. They're right, you know. They're right. They need saving. You need saving. We need saving. And I'm going to save them. Just not the way they think. In this moment, Jesus says, I'll weep for how wrong they're going to get it. But I will die for how much I love them anyway. We guys stand there. Thank you for listening to the Park City Church Podcast. To learn more about our church and or to find ways to get involved in our community, visit us at parkcitykc.com or follow us on social media at Park City KC.